0: What would you like the power to
1: do? Mobile banking
2: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
0: Welcome in to the PHNX Suns post game show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman. And unfortunately, the Phoenix Suns fall to the Dallas Mavericks. 103-94. And the series is two to one. Saul, how you feeling?
2: I think I, I feel just like everybody else out there. Like, I, I mean, there's just a few words I could say. What the fuck was that? <laughs> like, what did we just watch? It's just so damn confusing. That's a what a great just question. Happened? Like, we're going to try to piece it all together, but damn, that was just not fun to watch.
0: I think, okay, so Ali Oop on Twitter tweeted out, figured the Mavs might steal one, possibly two, but I didn't think it'd be like this. I'm not worried, but I'm embarrassed. And I think that kind of sums up how I'm feeling about this game. Like, the whole game was just kind of like, hmm. What is this? This this is not it. This See, is not it. From
2: the very jump, and we'll just go ahead and get right into it. From the very jump, the first possession the Suns had, even though they scored, I knew it was going to be a different game because the Mavs pressured and extended the Suns' offense uh, three-point line extended more, uh, further out than normal. Usually they let them come to them. This time they were like, no, nah, we're going to set the tone early, and they pushed the, the Suns out. They were a little bit more physical overall in the game. Uh, the refs certainly the fuck helped out in that regard. <laughs> I mean, it was like every time you blew on the Mavs, foul, foul, especially Jalen Brunson, but we'll get into that in a little bit. I just felt like it, it. the Suns started off in a nice little groove. I thought I was like, oh, man, this is going to be nice. You know, Everybody was hitting threes. Book was looking pretty good, and then it just stopped, and the Mavs just basically took control from there on and mm-hmm. never looked back.
0: All right, well, let's kind of break this down, and we'll start with all the Suns issues that we saw from tonight's game. But before we do that, Saul, take us to the bar. We're in a bar, but we need more drinks. So what are we drinking Uh, tonight?
2: I'm not going to say, let's go to the bar, but I will say, give me (laughs) all the drinks. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Missed Bunny IPA, bro. My God. How many bunnies could we miss tonight? So many easy shots yeah. in the paint, at the rim, and we were just missing them left and right. That's how you know it was like it w- It wasn't just a physicality thing because I don't feel like the Mavs were like Pelicans level physical, but it was just enough to throw the Suns just a little bit off, speed them up a little bit, bang them a little bit here and there to where they, they were just a little bit off on their, their shots. DA looked didn't look like he was in a nice flow like he had been Uh, coming into this series so it was just it was just very odd and weird to watch them miss so many easy shots Mikhail at the beginning of the game could not make a five-footer to save his life I I just uh, listen it was it was an odd game it was out of character for the Suns Uh, Chris Paul we'll get to that here as well I just was not Chris Paul today Mm -hmm. for whatever reason
0: Give me 36 year old Chris Paul back. Because yeah. birthday, and Chris Paul, yeah. like, happy birthday. I'm just joking with I'm not, you. I'm not, not going to lie. But when this I, was not a birthday celebration. The day before
2: I turned 40, like, I was feeling really good. And then I hit 40, and I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, why does my back like, hurt? Like, so wait, much? hold on, my it's knees. Like, I don't know. Maybe that happened to Chris today. He woke up, he was like, oh, shit, this hip ain't acting right today. What's going on?
0: Oh, my gosh. Bless his heart. <laughs> The sun shot uh, 44.7% from the field tonight. So, not ideal for what we have seen from them thus far in the playoffs. And to your point, Saul, it just seemed like almost everybody was off. Yeah. Like everybody just missed open shots. Everybody didn't have the traditional rhythm that they normally have to their game. I don't know if there was a birthday celebration last night for Chris Paul, if the Suns got too cocky and thought this one was in the bag, if they were just a little tired from whatever insert thing here, or if the Mavericks just really threw them off their game.
2: It was a little bit of everything. Uh, Jay Crowder was the only one that didn't really seem to be phased by anything. Mm -hmm. He He shot the lights out tonight. He was leading the team in scoring. Basically all night. He
0: did. He he ended up leading the team in scoring with 19 Um, points tonight.
2: The the one thing that I will say, and I will get to this right off the bat, because a lot of people in the chat are talking about Monty. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. There was two instances where Monty had a chance to kind of change the game himself. And both times when Luka Doncic came off the floor because he picked up a foul, he picked up, you know, and and, he came off. Money chose to go with campaign in the game instead of Chris Paul. That's where it got all fucked up. Yeah. Because Chris Paul needed to be on the floor. Listen, as a coach, you gotta feel your team. You gotta feel your team and know that they're not in a very good rhythm. They're not really, you know, they're not executing the way you need them to. You gotta feel that. When the superstar from the other team comes out, the dynamic changes. You keep your superstars in there. I know that's out of the norm. But that's a slight adjustment. But he did
0: that with the Pelicans too at times. So he all it should be top of mind for him. So you
2: got to adjust a little bit and give your team a chance. But instead, he went with Campaign, who is on just an all-time what's the opposite of a heater? He's he's in a freezer. Oh, it's called a colder. He's a colder. 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 Yeah, he's in an all-time colder. I don't know what's going on with Campaign. I'm kind of I I'm getting to the point with everybody else. Like I need to see Aaron Holiday minutes. Because my guy's not contributing very much. He's very hesitant. He's not attacking the rim like he normally does. For whatever reason, he's very shook. He's very uh, he, he pauses. He's slow. You gotta go, campaign. The reason why you're out there is to make things happen, and you're not making anything happen.
0: I agree. I think, and you're not the only one. There are so many people right now in our chat. So many people online who are talking about. Um, And it pains them to say this as much as it pains us because we all love campaign and are rooting for him. But at some point in time, you have to take a look at what he's been able to do or lack thereof throughout the playoffs thus far and say, is is it worth it? Because when we were playing against the Pelicans, my thought process on this was, I think it's worth it to let him play through it to see if he can get out of the funk. Now that we are midway through the second round, you can't have, like, can the Suns still get the series taken care of? Yes, absolutely. I'm not overly, I'm not hitting the panic bucket button by any no, means. No. But when you're moving into the next round, the Western Conference Finals, these teams that we're talking about potentially playing next round are not going to be an easy ride. You're going to need a backup point guard who can produce for you. If
2: you got to play the Golden State Warriors in round 3 in the Western Conference Finals and you have Cam Payne playing like he's playing right now, you have to almost all but guarantee that Chris Paul's averaging 25, mm-hmm. Devin Booker's averaging 30, DA's averaging well over 20 and everybody else is contributing, you know, 15, 20, 30 points. Like like you have to have that with campaign playing the way he is, because he's not creating for anybody else. Yeah, he's not doing anything. You're going to get mollywopped in the second half, uh, in the in in the third round if they have a performance like they did today, and campaign continues to play as bad as he is. They they can't have performances like this. They no. just cannot. And listen, the Suns have, have been very very good at bouncing back. I'm not hitting any type of panic button whatsoever. No, like, absolutely. not. I, I feel like. the the Suns are gonna be fine. I feel like Sunday they'll bounce back, they'll win that game. I'm I'm a thousand percent confident of that. But today was so anti-Suns basketball that it, 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 it makes you a little it gives you a little pause.
0: Right. And I think that's why um like off the top I was saying I'm not I'm not concerned but I'm embarrassed. Because it's like this is the playoffs and you guys are far more you are so capable of doing so much more than what we saw tonight that it does create a little bit of, like, what what's happening right now? Yeah. Like, what is it? And instead of going so far off the deep end of, like, let's break this down and be overly critical, it's more just, like, I'm just embarrassed by this performance. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it sucks to say it, but it is what it is. Uh, back to campaign, you got a big old fat goose egg tonight. No points, but he did have three assists. He played 14 minutes. I think if a change was going to be made by Monty... It would have to be made at some point in time in this series because if you are going to look to Aaron Holiday, you gotta get him some rhythm before you throw him up against a harder matchup.
2: I, I just I feel like Aaron Holiday doesn't really need much. He just needs some time. He needs he needs some time on the floor. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he's produced. I feel like he he, he brings energy. He, he and he's got there's the there's this little like campaign when campaign is on, he's got swag. Like he fires the team up. The problem is, is when campaign goes to bad, bad land, then it's... (laughs) Shane's laughing in the back. Bad, bad land. When he goes to the the bad place, uh, (laughs) there is no energy. It's the sunken place. My guy is in the middle of just everything, like, trying to figure it out. It's not good.
0: It's not great. It's definitely not. (laughs) But we will see if any adjustments are made as far as campaign goes from here on out. Um... And just kind of see what Monty is thinking about like because I'm sure somebody will ask at some point in time if this continues, maybe a practice tomorrow or maybe going into game four on Sunday. We'll see if Monty does address it at all. Uh,
2: I also want to say this to the chat real quick. You know, people were like, oh, well, you know, we were down by 18, but we came back and we showed a little bit of fight. That's exactly what the Mavs did in game one. They were down the entire game. Seemingly out of it basically the whole game. And then they made a cute little run at the end of the game. Like that's not right. what we're all about. Like uh, cool. I will
0: give you that at halftime. Because at halftime we were down seven. Yeah. And it looked like the way that this game went in the first half, we could have been down 20. Oh, easily. It felt awful. And we yeah. were only down seven. I will give you that for sure. For sure. Had the Suns come out in the third quarter with a little bit of a vengeance and like decided, hey, we're this is not this is not how yeah. we play ball. And came out and played actual Suns basketball in the second half. They absolutely could have grabbed the W tonight, but they didn't do that. Yeah. So the fourth quarter, oh, we were down, but we came back. I don't, I'm don't. i with you. I don't like that one because yeah. while, yes, we are capable of doing that, this whole game yeah. from start to finish was was not good. It felt like there was
2: no juice. Yeah. There was just no juice. It was just very discombobulated. Nobody really was feeling themselves. It, it, the, the bench tried a little bit to get the, the team going a little bit, but it just – I I mean, you know, I I want the juice. Give me the juice. There's no
0: juice. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people in the chat right now are kind of feeling us right. So, Brian said, I'm not mad we lost. I'm mad we wasted a good J game. Feel you there. Uh, Connor says, I ain't mad we played bad and barely lost. Uh, C. Allen said, no need to panic, just an off night. Uh, Like, said, I'm pissed but not panic. Hope this team is pissed next game. Like, I think we're all feeling the same way right now. Like, there's no panic. There's no ready to throw in the towel. Nothing like that. It's just like, this sucked. It just sucked, plain and simple. Like, this is not how everyone anticipated spending their Friday night.
2: Exactly. That's how it is. After all the shit that we talked, you know, first of all, let me just say this real quick. I just tweeted it out. But Suns and Four is the kiss of fucking death. Like, I hate that phrase, and every single time people shout that dumb shit, I feel like, oh, we're going to lose the next game. Like, that's just what's going to happen. Like, I understand that that didn't happen in the the last year when we swept the Nuggets, but we had finished the series. We were on our way out the door in Game 4 when we started that chant. It wasn't right after Game 2. And the last time we did that right after Game 2, we never won a game for the rest of the season. So stop the sun's in four listen to me everybody give me this camera right here stop the sun's in four it's weak it's over with let it go it needs to die because it's the kiss of death every single time thank you
0: I was driving last night and I was uh, at a red light and the person in front of me owned the license plate, Suns and Four. Good for him. And I thought that was really funny because I literally have never seen that before. And I was like, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense that somebody in town would have it, right? After last year, makes sense. All right. So another thing that was a big issue for the Suns tonight, and the chat's been talking about it all night long, turnovers. Turnovers were a big issue for the Suns. So they had 17 turnovers in this one, gave up 22 points off of those. Chris Paul tied his season high with seven turnovers, and Devin had five turnovers. So very uncharacteristic type of game for those two. And if you really break it down, that's the game right there.
2: Yeah, I I don't understand. It, it's not like, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like aggressive playmaking turnovers. Some was, of them were just like, just like you just, just let the ball him. go. It was like, oh, there's three dudes right there. What? what are you doing? Like it was so uncharacteristic. And that's what's also frustrating about this. It was just it was just such an uncharacteristic Suns game. Even in the losses to the Pelicans, I never felt like they were like completely out of character. They just weren't playing as sharp as they needed to against a physical team like that. Today was the worst game of the playoffs for me because I just felt like they were just on some other shit that mm-hmm. I just did not understand.
0: Yeah, the turnovers were that was just rough. It was it, it made it even more frustrating, I think. And then I feel like those were the biggest things, right? Missing easy shots, not having the energy and the turnovers. Like those were the biggest things that I think the Suns had issues with tonight that really cost them this game. Yeah. The one thing that I will say that you could add you could place a small amount in blame. I'm not going to go overboard with this either. The refs were a little sus tonight.
2: Uh, they were very sus. Like I don't think that was the ultimate reason why they lost the game, but they were absolute trash too. Yeah. Like there were some calls. First of all, how many times can the can the Dallas Mavericks hit the ball out of bounds and then get the ball right back? Like bro, what? What are we talking about here?
0: That was the most frustrating those or those were the most frustrating calls it's physics
2: sure. it's physics chris paul is going this way dallas maverick guy is going this way ball goes that way and they're like eh we'll give it to dallas <laughs> what <laughs> what like that doesn't even make any sense and then some of the you know the the feather calls is what i'll call them because Basically, if you just blow on Jalen Brunson, he's going to get the call. Uh, Luca tried. I thought the refs were going to be on a good one tonight because Luca tried to flop in the first quarter and he didn't get those calls. And okay. I was like, good. The refs, the refs understand. Uh, they they didn't transfer that transitive property over to freaking Jalen Brunson because Jalen Brunson was getting all those mythical calls. And then also, Da goes up on a fast break last game and goes up and hits uh, whatever Powell. In the jaw with his oh, kind well, of the, right, back, yeah. the back of his elbow, right. Same thing happens today with Luca against Chris Paul. They don't even review it. Right. Like, come on, man! I'm not even trying to hear that. Da got
0: a flagrant for that, didn't? Yes, a
2: flagrant one. They right. didn't review this one.
0: Which I mean, I understand because everyone was saying, "Oh, well, the reason why Da gets a flagrant on that is because he's a much larger person, so it just looks worse," I guess you could say. But as a as an NBA official. You should be able to know that it's the same for both. It, or at least it's got to be. Whether, you, whether you're whether you 7 foot or 6 foot, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Right? Like, if it's the same motion, the same move, the same hit, 7 foot, 6 foot, what's, what's the difference? I don't understand that.
2: I don't get it either. Also, do you want to talk about this?
0: Later. That'll oh, okay. be my um, screenshot. But, yeah, so I think those were some of the biggest issues for the Suns tonight. But let's talk about the Mavs because the Mavs had a few positives tonight as well that made it a little difficult for the Suns as well. And some of those are the defensive adjustments that they made. And I know you were telling me about it before we went live. And you mentioned it earlier on the show, too, just pushing them farther back on that three-point line. They had
2: to be more physical. I figured that they would come out more physical. Listen, they got called out all over the place, especially Luka. Luca played better defense tonight. He wasn't completely lost like he was last time. Mm-hmm. Um, he played better defense. They played better help defense. Uh, you know, they they double teamed in corners every time Chris Paul would go out. Um, you know, they, they put a lot of pressure on the Suns to try and create off the dribble, and they helped a lot better as a team. And then on top of that, you know, listen, when you can score and you're feeling yourself, you're going to play better overall. But they... They were they were a nuisance out there. Their hands were in the la- passing lanes. They were deflecting balls. Uh, you know they they made it a little bit more difficult for Chris Paul. You knew these things were about to happen anyway because of the way that the Mavericks were basically uh, a punch a punchline for a lot of jokes the, the last two days. So um, I'm not terribly concerned about the way the Suns played. Um, I just I just wish they would have played cleaner. But the Dallas Mavericks did have a lot to do with that as well.
0: Yeah, they they. They put up a fight defensively tonight, and I'm sure, you know, we talked about it, what Jason Kidd said about Luka um, at shoot-around this morning. We saw everyone everywhere talking about how Luka completely got wrecked in Game 2 by Chris Paul in the fourth quarter, and I'm sure he took that personally, and I'm sure this whole team, this whole Mavs team took it a little bit personally that they were down 2-0 in this series, that... Everything that everyone had said they were going to do, they didn't do in these first two games. And that's got to be tough. And we said beyond pregame, they were playing desperate. They were going to be angry in this game. And if they came out with that intensive or that intense fire in the first five minutes of this game, it could be a very different game for them. And that's exactly what they did. I
2: mean, it led to the Suns having their worst shooting performance in the postseason, Mm 44.7%. The first time all postseason where they shot under 50%. Like, that's also... It's not only just us missing bunnies, but it's also the Mavs defense being just a little bit more physical. Yeah. Like, listen, I don't think the Mavs defense is anywhere near what the Pelicans were. But the Suns made it feel like that tonight because of the way they were missing shots. Um, and just their flow just seemed like it was just off. I'm not, again, I'm not worried at all. I feel like they will they will fix it. And listen, they the, the Mavericks got a lot, and I mean a lot of great bounces their way tonight. Like they, they did. You can't take that away. Uh, the possession where the Suns did everything right and slapped the ball, and Luca just happened to be on the ground at the free throw line, grabs it, passes it, and they they get a dunk. Like, come on, man! Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it just doesn't go your way, and that's okay.
0: And then, of course, the supporting cast making some shots tonight, which we also talked about. You know, back at home, role players tend to play a little bit better. We talked about Jalen Brunson. If he can find a shot, then the Mavs have a chance to win the game. And that's exactly what happened tonight. He finished with 28 points. He averaged 11 points in the first two games. Tonight he had 28, which were two more. They Luca finished with tonight.
1: Do you guys want a silver lining to all of this? Sure. My my brother in law placed his first legal bet here. And he (laughs) made money by I was going to punch your brother in law (laughs) live in this ball.
2: Because he was shouting because he was so excited about the way Jalen Brunson was playing because he had a
1: bet. He no had a, his bet was Devin Booker first field goal parlayed with uh, Jalen Brunson over 24 and a half points. And how much wow. did he win? How much
0: did he win? $600. Damn. So, I mean, okay, I I'm happy that. for there him. Yeah, right, I'm happy that. for him. But Oops.
2: he was he was the only one in the bar <laughs> shouting, and I was like, bro, <laughs> keep it down. He didn't shout for the rest of the game, though, so good on him.
0: That's a positive. I'm only happy for him because he's your brother-in-law, Shane. If it was anybody else, I wouldn't be happy for him, just so you know. Okay, but, good. But that's great. But, yeah, I mean, that was a big big portion of, of tonight's win for the Mavs is that Jalen Brunson actually knocked down some shots.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of those guys hit, hit shots. Bullock hit, hit from the perimeter. Uh, Finney Smith hit some shots from the perimeter. Um, uh, Kleber had a really good game. Like, they, as a team, they— The refs
0: they, handed them a few points exactly, here and there. Exactly. You know,
2: I mean, they had some good <laughs> quality, uh, you know, stars on that team for sure. But, uh, listen, overall as a group, they played. They did exactly what they needed to do. They helped serve at home. Uh, but I definitely feel like it wasn't. Listen, I think it was more the Suns playing bad than the Mavs playing good.
0: Yes, and so that's just I agree. how it is, mm-hmm. and uh,
2: you know we, we will move on and to to game four. No, I'll not
0: give not the Mavs credit though. They credit though they did play better than they did in game two. But I still think the loss is the result of the Suns and not yes. the Mavs. Yes. So if the Mavs played exactly the same way they did tonight, and the Suns played the same way they did in game two. I still think the Suns would have won. Yeah. So that's why we're not, again, we're not worried at all. The Suns are the better team in this series. And I am not going to make an absolute statement, but my gut tells me the Suns will still be okay in this series.
2: I need a Booker revenge game ASAP.
0: Which is interesting because that you mentioned revenge because after game two, Devin mentioned revenge. He said, I think he was asked about the fan base and he said something along the lines of like, you know, they feel it. They're on this revenge tour with us. You would think having spoken about it after game two, he would still have that same revenge type of feeling coming into game three, going into, quote unquote, enemy territory um, in Dallas.
2: It's hard to harness rage for that long.
0: That's fair. You You know, I mean, like
2: like over 82 games, it's hard to feel like, you know, it's like. It's like somebody like coming through and like punking you, and then you have to wait like six months before you get an opportunity to punk them back. Like it's just you right. lose a little fire, right? But but after a game like this, I guarantee you, Devin He's Booker gonna be angry. will feel the fire and yeah. he will come back with a vengeance.
0: It is true because if you're if the only thing motivating you is revenge or proving people wrong, you're gonna have lapses because that's not. That's not an emotion that is positive for you. If you use it sometimes when there is a reason to use it, then yes, I think it's a positive. But if it's just that 100% of the time, there's no way you can physically do that.
2: I I just feel like Devin Booker just needed somebody to tell him, like, hey, you need to find something very, very petty to be mad about tonight. Because that's what Michael Jordan and Kobe would have done.
0: I mean, this is true. But how could you... if, If he... I don't know. I'm just saying, being in Dallas, how could you not find something?
2: I'm like, a white tie with a white shirt, Devin? Really? Really? <laughs> then boom. Murdering the Mavs. Well, Let's what go. the heck,
0: Saul? That's your fault, then. I you should have said that. I should have
2: flown out to Dallas, You Dan.
0: should have. Hopped on, like, pregame presser with Monty and be like, yo, Monty, can you tell Devin that I'm just about to talk a little bit of crap about his outfit today yeah, just to get him a yeah. little fired up? Way to go, Saul.
2: I, I like that there's Mavs shit talkers in the chat tonight because they don't have their own stream to go to go talk about they don't I mean Mavs fans do they even exist I don't know welcome
0: we're happy to have you here come
2: into our kingdom (laughs) enjoy this
0: (laughs) oh but as we mentioned off the top of the show and as Brian said in the chat it just sucks to waste a good Jay Crowder game and you're right it is a great Jay Crowder game and that's why he's going to be our draft king king of the game tonight Jay Crowder finished with a team-high 19 points. He had seven rebounds. He was 7 of 12 from the field. Shout-out to Jay Crowder. He also had five assists and two steals in there, too. And I want to forget those. Shout-out to Jay Crowder because offensively, he was struggling in the first round. And he has found his rhythm here in the second round. And thank goodness for it because he helped keep us in tonight's game as, as best as he could. In uh, Game 2, in the first half, he was our leading scorer as well. Yeah. So, thank goodness for Jay, who's found his rhythm, and thankfully so, because we're going to really need that yeah. later if we go deeper into the playoffs. For we're sure. We're going to need it. I,
2: I I do hate to waste a Jay Crowder game, man. Mm-hmm. It's just – it hurts. It hurts, because it's like – they come like once every four or five games where he shoots like really, really well, and you're like, yeah. oh, damn it, that's yeah, the one. It would have been
0: fun to get you a W you for know know that. You I mean?
2: So, but, yeah, yeah I'm sure – he played better last game, too, mm-hmm. shooting-wise. Um, he's always been solid defensively, so hopefully he's he's finding a good rhythm because the Suns are going to need him.
0: Yeah, and if you guys want to put a little bit of money down on maybe Jay Crowder first field goal club on Sunday's game, be sure to download the Sports Sportsbook app right now. It's an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and this week new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do Also, if you are already a user of the DraftKings Sportsbook app, this one's for you and even new customers, but this one's for everybody. Right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg does not hit. So DraftKings has given out some really cool promos. They've got some neat things right now for the NBA playoffs. So if you have not yet already, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. Bet those $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Just a reminder, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, minimum $5 minimum deposit, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Saul, you ready for some screenshots? Let's do it. All right, it's time for some screenshots presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Why don't you kick us off?
2: All right. So, uh, you know, there was a lot of people that needed therapy tonight. But I thought this tweet really stood out because it says, and I quote, men will literally sit around and name random sports players for two hours (laughs) instead of going to therapy. It's so true. It's so true. And then the following (laughs) tweets, I think – Uh, Kyle Odegaard was like, man, I remember Sean Dunstan had a cannon for an arm. And I was like, that's exactly what we're talking about. I can remember so many things growing up. I remember Kevin Johnson playing against uh, the, the Blazers. And he made this spin move against Kevin Duckworth of all players and shot it behind his back. Over Buck Williams. Why do
1: I know those two names? Because you
0: don't go to therapy. I I don't go to therapy. (laughs) I'm
1: telling you, this is one of my favorite things to do. Jared Cunningham, amazing player at Oregon State, played three years in the NBA. One of my all-time favorite random players, Royal Ivy, who's now on a coaching staff. Right for Played for Oklahoma City. See?
0: Okay, so I quote tweeted this, and if this tells you anything about either who is following me or how you guys feel about this— That tweet basically flopped. When I quote tweeted, I said, hot take, maybe you could just do both. And literally, like, basically, like, zero engagement. Not a lot of people were down for that. My thing is, is listen, you can have this as your therapy with your bros or with whomever, right? Like, your sports people. Also go to therapy because it's probably really good for you. Or do it at therapy. That's true. Spend the first 40 minutes talking about things and then the last, like, 15 minutes... Just talking about random sports people. Right
2: now, as we go through, give me your most random yes. player and I will send you a PH and X hat if I think it's the best. <laughs> Love Let's <it>. go <laughs> random, random player. Let's go. All
0: right, get it in before it the end have of my be a, screenshot. It doesn't have to be
2: a Phoenix Sun.
0: All right. My screenshot for the night, which is another topic based around the officiating. So uh, a lot of people were bringing up that Luca kept doing the money sign after every foul called on him tonight. With the thought process that it was insinuating, he was saying the refs are paid. Now, originally, when I saw this on Twitter and saw you and I talked about it, we were like, "Ah, I don't know. Is there any credibility to it? We're not there. Maybe he was doing it because he made a shot or he thought his shot was going to go. Whatever. Right. All these different reasons as to why he could be doing it. But we got this screenshot from Landon Thomas, who is a credentialed reporter covering the Dallas Mavericks. So I feel like there's a little bit more um, credibility with that. And in case you were wondering, you didn't like the money sign, right? You're just like rubbing your fingers together and he had them over his head. How do you feel about this?
2: Um, That gives me very, uh, what's the best way for me to say this politically correct? It's SDE.
0: Okay, I got it's a, you. It's a certain yeah, type it took of energy. me a minute. Yeah, I it got, it's got you. It's a certain
2: type of energy, if you know what I'm saying. Like, get the hell out of here, Luca. Seriously, really, the refs are pay, are getting are getting paid off to give you fouls. The number one flopper in the league, really.
0: And also, when you look at the officiating from game two, it was pretty even. Bad calls tonight. I think it, you could. You could very well say factually it was more so in the favor of the Mavs than the Suns.
2: He was just trying to play to his crowd.
0: If anything, people were like, are you paying them? Right. Are you the one who's paying right. them? Is that why you're throwing out the money sign?
2: Ah, oh, man. Luca deserves <laughs> Texas. Jeez. My question
0: is, and this was a big debate happening, is should he have gotten a tech for that? Hell yeah. Then why why do you think he didn't?
2: Because the refs don't really understand what's going on, or they weren't paying attention to him, or they're just completely ignoring him. Either way, it's all wrong. He should absolutely get a tech. He should get fined by the NBA for doing that. I wonder if he will. I don't think he will.
0: Because the NBA has been real, like, real buttoned up about their fines lately. Everybody is getting a fine.
2: It would have been, I think he would have been fined, or he would have gotten a tech had the game been close. Okay. But Luca got, he picked up his, like, fourth or fifth foul, and they were still up by, like, 16 so him doing this is useless it means nothing dude you're in the lead like you're in the lead for reasons because the refs are giving you a lot of calls like come on man nobody's yeah. trying to hear that shit
0: all right look in the chat real quick because you got to pick somebody well i remind everyone that covid19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster visit azhealth.gov for a location near oh, you
2: king panda got it king Panda. King panda. Desmond Mason, former Oklahoma State Cowboy, could jump out the
1: gym, son. You know what's crazy? We got like two that. Richard Dumases in a row.
0: Wow. Wow. All go. right, King Panda, you're going to have to DM Saul Yeah, DM on me, Twitter and I got you. I got you. Saul underscore Bookman. Yeah, my, uh, D- my
2: DMs are always open.
0: Yeah.
1: Don't be weird. <laughs>
0: just be weird. I support it. This, just this one time.
1: Just because I love this thermo- just so this much, one time. I want to throw out a couple more. Uh, Mehmet Okur.
0: I oh, lo- yeah. He, yeah. He's not her? that random for Suns fans because he was on the coaching staff when Earl Watson was the head coach. Uh-huh.
2: Uh, Jeff Burns says Harold Miner. And to this day, I can still do Harold Miner's free throw routine as we speak. Do it. He would, he would bounce the ball three times. He would go behind his back. He would hold the ball. He would kiss it. And then he'd take another dribble. And then lefty, they called him Baby Jordan. He played it for USC. Mm. Sexy as hell.
0: Are you allowed to Two kiss the ball champion. anymore? Would that be considered like?
2: I mean, this was like early '90s. I
0: know that's what I'm saying. But nowadays, if you kiss the ball, would would you get some sort of like, hey, I can't do that?
2: Well, I don't know. You could kiss the like ball if bodily you
0: want. fluids. You could like kiss things. the ball if you want. Okay, I'm just curious. You want to do one more chain?
1: Ronnie Price. They were on the same team mm. in 2008.
0: Okay, nice. All right, guys, we're gonna round out the show with a. A producer surprise. So while Shane gets that ready, uh, stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our friends at OGs. They just announced their new mini OGs, three milligram microdose options for those not wanting to dive right into their regular 10 Whoa. milligram options. Um and right now, you can get those mini yeah. OGs exclusively at Zen Leaf locations through May 11th. So if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious varieties of flavors that OGs Brands has to offer, go to OGsBrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com to find OGs near you. Bro, I
2: just got the craziest text right You guys now.
0: are making me like... Uh, like straight up nervous because you're looking around like like what is happening this is
2: fantastic this is Chuck Liddell is literally about to walk into this
1: building
0: oh that's exciting hell the
1: Iceman hell yeah (laughs) Chuck Liddell let's go baby Emma, you should try to give him to get him to name a random NBA player (laughs) (laughs) he's not coming on our show but it's pretty cool if you were
2: down here at the Ains were joining us you would know you would have fun and you'd hang out with us there you go
0: Chuck Liddell is he the one who's the one that's from Arizona
2: Uh, He's like old school. It's not Chuck O'Dell.
0: I got to figure out what his name is. I think he's from Sierra Vista, actually. There's a fighter like way, way old. I mean, it's going to come to me. If you know, put it in the chat. Anyway, uh, Shane, (laughs) our producer, surprise what you got for us.
1: All right. Well, clearly the Suns weren't themselves tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's Friday. So it's Freaky Friday. If you could switch bodies with anybody in the world right now. But you only have an hour Who are you switching bodies with and what are you doing?
2: Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I only have an hour. Yeah, only an hour. Only an hour to switch bodies with somebody, and then you gotta come right back to your own self. And what are you
0: doing? I feel like this could go off the rails really easily. I'm kind of glad Espo's not here because I feel like when Espo's here, he eggs you on a little bit. And then you both end up going off the rails. I am
2: unstoppable with my my bad thoughts. (laughs) I'm trying to think of somebody who's like married to somebody super hot. But I can't think of anybody Uh, right now. I'm struggling.
0: I mean, I guess it depends on what you find super hot, to be honest with you. That's
2: true. I think...
0: I think the easiest answer here would be somebody who is extraordinarily talented at whatever they do. Like, I mean, I've always wanted to know what, what it's like to dunk on somebody, like really dunk on somebody. So like a Giannis would be fun. That would be fun. Um, that would who be else? fun. Or like a really dope, like a gymnast. Because the, the idea of doing like crazy, like I Simone know. Biles, right? Like doing crazy flips and all that kind of stuff. There's no chance in hell I'm ever going to be able to do that in my life. So being able to do something as thrilling as that would be super cool.
2: Jeff Burns says Leonardo DiCaprio. That's not bad. That's not a bad one. I'm actually going to go. I, I'm going to kind of steal your, your your thing right now. Um, I'm not going to say it would be quite like like a gymnast or, or dunking on somebody. But like somebody who, had, who could like paint.
0: Oh. that's a great idea
2: phenomenal like painter or artist or somebody did say tiger woods in the chat i think honestly um and i know you know whatever your political beliefs are whatever swapping your body with the president for an hour dude you dude you are the president right like whether you're barack or trump or bush or whoever like that's a G-level position. But level within an position. hour,
0: you can't do anything.
2: But I would own Air Force One for an hour, son. i go anywhere I want. <laughs> Let's go.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like mine would have to be like, either your, the artist one is a great idea as well because I've always wanted to be able to do that.
2: Or, too. or, or, dude, oh, no, this is it. I just want, I want to be able to, like, rap or sing and come out on stage, like, in London and just... You know, just be like Dr. Wait, Dr. Dre. Just wait, like, Let's why go. London? Because I saw, um, I saw uh, uh, the, the Defiant Ones, and Dre comes out with Eminem in London um, at Wembley Stadium, and it's like a hundred thousand people, and he's like, you know, he starts singing uh, uh, Dre Day or whatever, and it was just, I was like, dude, what, what would that feel? Because he comes under like this tunnel onto a stage, and it's just like, <laughs> he's like. <laughs>
0: I mean, Fucking it would be stick. super dope, Let's but go. that's great. That was a good question, Shane. Um, I have to give some bad news to our uh, flat girthers. What are girth? Girthlings? Yeah. Girthlings is what we are with now. Sorry. Everybody is asking, where is girth? Did I miss girth? Bring out the girth. Daryl's off tonight because his sister is getting married. So congratulations to... Her on the nuptials, but don't worry, he will be back with us on Sunday for game four.
2: Sister Girth.
0: Sister Girth. Sister Girth.
2: Because we don't know what her name is. Yeah, no Girth (laughs) tonight.
0: But honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if Gerald was did some sort of a recap thing tomorrow or Sunday before the game on his Twitter. Who knows what Gerald's up to? But we gave him the night off to just completely be with his family and celebrate that. But don't worry, like I said, he'll be here for Game 4 on Sunday. Well, not here. He'll be in Dallas. So he'll be able to join us with all of the updates.
2: Yeah, and Esperado, like we had mentioned earlier, is that he uh, did not want to get divorced, which is a good thing. Uh, He's spending the weekend with his lovely wife uh, and his daughter Mm -hmm. because it is her 40th birthday this weekend. So shout out to Tracy. Happy birthday. We love you. Thank you for letting me beat the crap out of your husband on a daily day basis. I appreciate you very much for that. And so, uh, that's where those two are at. They're doing family things, which is a very good thing. And sometimes it just it just intersected at the same time. So it's Sorry just Lindsay Saul and, I. and I
0: weren't good enough. We just for weren't you good enough to carry tonight. the show. I guess. We, we apologize. We'll be better next time. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you guys very much. Before we say goodbye, one quick reminder. We dropped a Phoenix Mercury t shirt today over at PHNX Mercury account. It is super, super dope. It is by far the best shirt that we have dropped since we started PHNX. And I'm not just saying that, I feel bad saying that, but also like it is what it is. Like this shirt is super dope. So if you haven't seen it, head over to our Mercury Twitter account, PHNX underscore Mercury. They'll bring you coverage all season long as well. And if you want to grab it, you can either get it at phnxlocker.com or you can become a PHNX member um, on our website at go phnx.com. And you can potentially get that shirt for free depending on which option you choose when you sign up to become a member.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So do that. Hey, listen, I I, I love Diana Tarasi. I love I love the Mercury. I love I love the fact that she is the goat of all goats. She's won three titles. She deserves all the praise and the fact that we created something in her mm-hmm. in her you know in her aesthetic uh, is just phenomenal I love this it's it's my favorite shirt already uh, the the point God shirt is a close second and we have a lot of great shirts I'm hell I'm wearing the sunset drive shirt um, which is dope too but man that shirt is awesome
0: it really is it really is all right like I said thank you for tuning in we appreciate you you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay you can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman, and we will be back on Sunday with a pregame show and a postgame show for Game Four. Do you want what's what's your gonna be? What's your goodbye? I have one. Esma has one. What's gonna be yours? Uh,
2: I usually just say it. We'll see you when we see you. Peace.
0: <laughs> we gotta work on that. That's it.
2: That's what they used to say on in Living Color, and I used to love it. They were like, "We'll see you when we see you. Peace." Fucking sign off, Shane. <laughs>